We want to welcome you back to Liquid Gold, where we do shots. Shots, anyone. It's the summer of shots. It is agave month right here on Liquid Gold. August is agave month. We want to throw a shout out to Michael Eads, our producer, and everyone over at We Own This Town, weownthistown.net, the We Own This Town podcast network. Thanks to everybody over there. My name's Mike Wolf, your host today. It's the summer of shots, so it's a uh, it's a meeting of the promotional summertime juggernauts. <laughs> Kenneth, my co-host Kenneth Dedman, I don't think he'll be joining us tonight. He has had technical difficulties. We've been on the phone with Darren and uh, trying to get this whole thing worked out. I'm just going solo. It's a shots episode for Agave Month where we're talking Sangrita. We are talking Sangrita because it is one of the most amazing and slightly misunderstood uh, traditions of tequila. It is traditionally a non-alcoholic drink, a non-alcoholic shot. So perfect for the summer of shots as we're coming to the close on that and uh, going strong with Agave Month. The Sangrita has been around for nearly 100 years now. We're going to be coming up on the 100th anniversary of Sangrita. It's perfect. You know, it's a perfect tequila sidekick if it does not have mystery and slightly dangerous origins. Now, I've got a cool history with Sangrita myself where uh, I had Sangrita nearly 20 years ago coming up on the 20th anniversary. So it was just about eight months ago. I had the 20th anniversary of my trip to Mexico for the millennium party festivities. I was down there. I was not of drinking age quite yet. Or was I? No, I wasn't quite yet. But I had an amazing time. I was in Wymus, Mexico, basically five hours south of Tucson, south of Nogales, down there. Amazing little town. But at that time, had like a club med on the outskirts of town that had been open for a little while. Wasn't really resorts down there, but there was a little bit of partying going on. People would come down from Tucson. People would come down from Arizona. They would party. We went to a few bars there, and that was the first time I was face-to-face with, at sometimes three shots, at sometimes four shots, being tequila, lime, beer, and sangrita, or at some of the other places, just tequila, lime, and sangrita. That's the most common. So this is a full-on shots of shots upon shots episode where we talk about a non-alcoholic shot known as sangrita. What's the beautiful thing about sangrita and tequila? It's something that we have talked about before here on the show, an ingredient that we happen to think is one of the most beautiful things to pair with tequila. What is it? Pomegranate. Pomegranate was the original sangrita. Yeah, people think Sangrita is a Bloody Mary, like a tomato pepper mixture, but not originally. Sangrita was made with pepper powder, spices, and pomegranate. That's where the red color comes from. So it's kind of crazy that, that that's where we are now. 20 years ago, Wymus, Mexico, millennium, everybody thought the world was going to end the year 2000. At the bars down there, the sangrita that we were drinking was definitely tomatoes and spices I don't recall there being any kind of pomegranate involved, but it's fascinating that that would be the origins of this drink. So it was traditionally from Guadalajara, Jalisco's largest city, and it was originated from the leftover juices when fruit salads were made. 
So people would make like a fruit salad with orange and lime being very typical ingredients. Uh, Pekin powder, or I'm sorry, Pekin pepper, which is similar to a jalapeno. I feel like it's, it's pretty spicy. It's smaller like a jalapeno. And it was kind of like their breakfast pico de gallo. So you'd have uh, like a fruit salad with peppers and plenty of citrus in this. And then pomegranate would be added to it along with uh, some peppers, dried peppers, and then occasionally tangerine, cucumber, papaya, mango, jicama. That's from the uh, Wikipedia on Sangrita, which which has some cool stuff. Some of the earlier incarnations of this liquid combined with tequila, it was tequila, lime, and Sangrita. So you'd have the tequila, you'd have a little shot of tequila, you'd have a little shot of lime juice, you'd have a little shot of Sangrita, the pomegranate version of it. So kind of amazing. The original name of doing all these drinks together in a succession of three shots known as the Mexican flag. You got the green, the red, I guess the white would be the Blanco tequila. Perfect. That works for me. Another beautiful thing about this combination being that grenadine was substituted a lot of times for the pomegranate juice uh, component of this. You could just add grenadine if it was a full service bar that would carry grenadine. Um, a lot of times that's how they would kind of pull this together. They'd use grenadine and then add a fair amount of lime juice with orange juice, lemon juice, some spices, and like I mentioned, some of the tropical fruits from earlier, papaya, mango. The amazing thing to think about this is as the leftovers sitting in a bowl, that leftover juice, which can be so delicious, I can picture it. I can picture a bowl sitting there with pomegranates, oranges, limes, diced up, some other fruits. You add a little chili powder on top. You eat the fruit, and then what's left over, this juice, and you shoot tequila, and then shoot that juice. It makes so much sense when you break it down like that. It's incredible. So, Sangrita, I'm a huge fan. Let's run down some recipes here on our episode of Shots today. Now, I will say before getting into some recipes here, that I think it's totally fine if that is your truth for the Sangrita, if that's how you want to do it and do the Bloody Mary style. I say do it. That's that's all good with me. And as I was looking at some of the Bloody Mary style, the tomato-based and pepper-based recipes of the Sangrita, I have to say it opened up an answer in the portal of what makes an amazing Bloody Mary, what is one of the more key ingredients to a Bloody Mary, and it is acid. You've got to have enough acid in there to to bring out the vegetal and the, to really electrify the flavor, the umami blast of tomato juice with a ton of salt and uh, and seasonings and things like that. If you add the right amount of fresh lime juice, and then you kind of have to go on the other side and add some sweetener. So you really have to pull all these things together if you're making an amazing Bloody Mary and if you're making a, an amazing tomato-based sangrita. And it's like we've mentioned a million times here on the podcast, it brings us to agave month, is that we always say tequila is unfair. And it's almost like the Bloody Mary was made to be a tequila drink because it's nothing but vegetal flavors that have been used alongside tequila now for 100 years strong. We're talking about cucumber, tomato, peppers, spices, especially these uh, Peking peppers, which are, like I said earlier, pretty similar to jalapeno. So you can think of it as a jalapeno Bloody Mary with a bunch of spice. What else would you want to drink with that but tequila? So no shade is thrown towards the 
tomato-based sangritas out there. If that's your vibe, that's cool. I just think it's amazing here that we always come back to pomegranate with tequila, and that is the origin story of the sangrita is pomegranate juice, orange, lime, chili powder. Another thing we have to remember here that sangrita was created to complement the flavor of tequila. That's the whole thing is this is something that's incredible that makes tequila better. Where did that whole thing start? It started with pomegranate. So once again, these two are, are a match made in heaven and uh, it's just lovely to encounter and to uncover, again, things you might have forgotten. So we can go over a um, sort of more, the more accepted uh, traditional version of sangrita here, the tomato-based sangrita, which which would be great for uh, maybe a little brunch get-together, or uh, if you're a Bloody Mary fan, this is definitely, if you like Bloody Marys and tequila, Bloody Marias, all that good stuff, this is probably the sangrita for you. And I would just say you could do... So this would be enough for a couple people. Do maybe four ounces of V8 or a tomato juice. You could even do some Clamato if you're into that. Some people are. So if you're at the the four ounces of tomato juice or Clamato or V8, then try uh, an ounce of orange juice, a half ounce of lime juice. And you could kick that up a little bit if you do like an acidic pop to your Bloody Mary. And then what you can do is uh, cut up like one jalapeno, dice that up, throw that in there, mix that around, let that sit for like 10 minutes, depending on how much heat you want. Just infuse it for a little while and then strain it out. And there you've got a really simple uh, mixture of sangrita. Now to that recipe, you could add a dash of chili powder, a little dash of cayenne. Um, That's how, now I don't think I'm ever going to do this, but... That's how you could make your Nashville hot sangrita. I, ha- I had to say it. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think Kenneth is going to like that. But that's that's the Nashville hot sangrita. If you used a bunch of cayenne, that would be super cool. Maybe some paprika. And then if you want to expand on that, this is um, what has been called the kind of the Mexico City style sangrita where they expand on it with some of those umami blasting ingredients like uh, Worcestershire, Tabasco, other hot sauces, uh, their, um, the Hugo Maggie uh, soy sauce that they use a lot. For the Michelada, uh, that one is typical. So that would be a great addition using some of those umami forward ingredients. Maybe even sneak in a little uh, MSG or accent. If you've got that lying around the house, that can be fun. Just be careful with it, especially if you have a heart problem. You don't want to use too much. MSG. Yeah, so there's so much you can do with that Bloody Mary. You could even take some of the uh, some of the things that you would use in a good Bloody Mary mix, like some of the herbs like dill, basil, uh, even like celery salt, using celery, peeled celery. You could peel some of these ingredients, add them to the sangrita, and strain them out later. So there's tons of stuff you can do here with that basic um, tomato-based recipe I just gave a little bit ago. And the other, um, what I like and what I think would be really cool to make a cocktail out of is the traditional um, sangrita using the pomegranate juice. With that one, you could basically do like two ounces of pomegranate juice, two ounces of orange juice, maybe one ounce of of, uh, lime juice. And then to add a little sweetness to that, you could do a little uh, spoonful of agave 
nectar, which would be awesome. Then he could sprinkle in a little ancho chili powder, some cayenne powder, maybe even um, a little touch of salt. And if you want the heat with this one, see, I don't think I would do hot sauce with the pomegranate version, even though that is, there is some traditions down there in Jalisco where they still do that. But I, I would suggest, especially this time of year, adding in some fresh peppers to the mix. Even if you had like a habanero, if you like it hot, dice up a habanero real quick, throw that in there, let it sit for maybe 10, 15 minutes. See how much heat it draws off and play around with it because peppers are always different. Like you can pull, especially with shishitos, I've been pulling those off my plants in the garden and one can be super hot and one might be really mild. So you never really know till you try to infuse these peppers really quickly in some of these mixes and then pull them out, strain them out, see how much heat you have. Sometimes you just want a little bit. But you could do an amazing tequila cocktail with this sangrita, or you could even break it down to one cocktail recipe. So if you did two ounces of tequila, and I think a reposado would be awesome here to get a little bit of that uh, creamy vanilla barrel sort of flavor that you get off the reposado. I'm kind of a Blanco purist. I prefer the Blanco in pretty much all tequila applications. Um, but either one, two ounces tequila, then you could do your half ounce of lime juice, half ounce of orange juice, and then do a full ounce of pomegranate juice, and then add a little agave nectar to that, say a quarter ounce, depending on how sweet you like it. Agave can come across as pretty sweet in tequila drinks, but obviously you got agave on agave, so, and it's agave month, so I don't think I've ever said that word that many times. And then throw a little salt in that cocktail. Now, if you're going to use grenadine, I would cut the pomegranate juice, pomegranate component down to maybe three-quarter ounce to a half ounce. You could split that with some agave, add a little bit of salt, and you've got an amazing cocktail. Say you wanted to shake in a couple of peppers. So, again, depending on how hot you want this, you could, you could dice up a couple of sweet peppers that are still in season out here. You could dice in a few jalapeno if you like it hot, maybe some habanero if you want to get crazy with it. And uh, this would be an incredible cocktail. Just shaken, serve it up, double strain it, especially if you're going to be throwing in these peppers to the shake. And you have a sangrita cocktail, and this is not something you really ever hear about. I don't know why you don't see this more often, but we talked last episode about one of our favorite tequila drinks, old school drinks, the Mexican Firing Squad, which is just tequila, lime, pomegranate, or grenadine, and maybe a dash of orange bitters or a dash of Angostura bitters. I do believe in the traditional they used Angostura. But, uh, you know, with a lot of these pomegranate and tequila drinks, if you're going to use bitters, I would lean on something with, you know, a little bit of a vegetal bent, like a celery bitters would be amazing, or even something like a cardamom, or uh, cucumber bitters. There's a great cucumber bitters from, I believe it's Bitter Truth. So I would lean on the vegetal flavors with this stuff. And uh, even with pomegranate in there, it is just amazing. So have I done enough on Sangrita today? And oh, I did mention earlier the Pekin peppers. That is one of the just key ingredients. So if you want to look that one up, let me spell it for you. P-I-Q-U-I-N they make a there's a there's a chili powder made from that there's hot sauces made from that pepper and if you look it up it's this big um shrub looking bush tree thing that i'm sure just looks amazing down there in mexico i don't know of anyone growing it up here 
but it looks very similar to to jalapeno, but flavor I think is just a little bit more intense and can be can be pretty hot. So there's lots you can do with sangrita. Just remember, this is a pomegranate thing. Now you can you can do the the tomato bloody mary style as well, but uh, I just think it's fascinating. Twenty years ago, when I was in Mexico for the millennium, when everyone thought the world was going to end, we posted up in this sort of really small, we were off the town of Wymus, we were outside of the town of Wymus, and we posted up at a bar outside, and they were doing these shots, and it was the four, it wasn't the traditional three shots where you have tequila, lime, and sangrita. This was the four where it's tequila, lime, beer, and sangrita, and it was a tomato-based sangrita. And it was trouble for us. I will just say that. It was, the sun was still out. I do remember that. I just remember feeling like we were going to get arrested and we were going to spend the night in a Mexican jail. But luckily we had friends in the area and I think it really saved us. Anyone who's listening, even in Tucson, our, our good friend Buddy down there, Buddy Buttram, if you're listening, call me with some Tucson sangrita. I wonder if uh, if there's anything going on in, in Tucson or Nogales with the sangrita so let us know our email liquidgoldpod at gmail.com you can hit us up on instagram at liquidgold underscore pod thanks to everybody at we own this town we own this town.net my name's mike wolf want to throw a shout out also to michael eads our producer just matching for the liquid gold logo and upright t-rex music for the dope as always tunes mr kenneth deadman will be back next week i'm sure this is agave month we're having a lot of fun with it and uh before i go i do have to mention the book ebook first lost spring how we cocktail through crisis will be coming out on turner publishing it'll be on amazon and all these things where you can pick up uh ebooks it's super easy i believe the book is going to be 6.99 so it's kind of like a happy hour cocktail so super affordable You can buy multiple copies and send them off to your friends. This will be coming out August 25th, and this is going to benefit service industry folks. There will be some tornado relief involved as well. So more details on that. We've got a bunch of bartenders from Nashville and beyond on there, all contributing cocktails. I wish I had done a Sangrita cocktail, but I might have to add it to a future version of this book. So really exciting. Lots to come here on liquid gold it's the summer of shots it's agave month and my name's mike wolf i will see you next time on liquid gold